Welcome to Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Good morning. Today is Thursday, December 16th. I'm Pim Fox. Our top stories include the new Fed Roadmap, Central banks shift course, and the boss bags some big bucks. Those stories and more coming up. Now let's check markets. Equity futures are rising after the Federal Reserve's pivot to a schedule of three interest rate increases in 2022. S&P 500, NASDAQ 100, and Dow futures are up as much as six-tenths of a percent. Brent crude is $75 a barrel, and the yield on the 10-year Treasury is 1.44%. Bitcoin trades at $49,000. The dollar weakened versus the euro, the Japanese yen, and the British pound. Gold trades at $1,784 an ounce, and both copper and silver are up more than 3%. In Europe, the stock's Europe 600 is up more than 1%, while in Asia, Japan's Nikkei 225 gained more than 2%, the Shanghai Composite Index closed higher by 8 tenths of a percent, and Hong Kong's Hang Seng Index gained 2 tenths of a percent. Stocks making moves in pre-market trading include home builder Lennar. Their shares are down 7% after reporting earnings and sales that missed analyst estimates. Accenture shares are up more than 6% after the consulting firm beat estimates for the first fiscal quarter and raised its guidance. Moneyline shares are up 5% after announcing it would acquire Evan Financial for up to $440 million. Now our top stories. The Federal Reserve on Wednesday said it will phase out its bond-buying stimulus program by March, much faster than previously planned, and signal that it would raise interest rates more aggressively to combat accelerating U.S. inflation. The more assertive approach comes after upward pressure on prices pushed retail inflation to the highest level in several decades. The Fed acknowledged the surprising and sustained increase in prices by banishing the word transitory to describe inflation from its policy statement. Most central bank officials in projections released on Wednesday at the conclusion of the two-day meeting penciled in at least three-quarter percentage point rate increases next year. The European Central Bank said it would slow purchases of assets under its pandemic emergency purchase program in the first quarter of next year and bring them to a halt in March. The ECB left interest rates unchanged. And in a surprise move, the Bank of England raised the benchmark borrowing rate to a quarter of a percent. That's up from a tenth of a percent to combat inflation risks. And Bruce Springsteen has sold his music rights to Sony Music Entertainment in a deal that may exceed half a billion dollars. In other news, sales at U.S. retail stores, online sellers, and restaurants rose by a seasonally adjusted three-tenths of a percent in November from the previous month. That was smaller than last month's increase in consumer prices and a slowdown from October's 2% sales increase. The Senate on Wednesday voted to pass the nearly $800 billion defense policy bill. The legislation heads to President Biden's desk for his signature. The AAA estimates that more than 100 million Americans will travel travel over the long Christmas and New Year's week, a number approaching the pre-pandemic record of 120 million travelers in Christmas 2019. For those who will drive, gas prices are slumping from highs reached around Thanksgiving. The national average is $3.30 a gallon. That's down from $3.41 a month ago. 
President Biden's $2 trillion social spending and climate package won't get the Senate's okay this year as moderate Democratic Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia continues to voice concerns about the Build Back Better Act. Container imports at the largest U.S. gateway fell sharply in November, even as backups of ships waiting to unload cargo at the Southern California ports of Long Beach and Los Angeles have been growing. Import volume was down 10% from a year ago. Japan's exports rose 20% in November as overseas demand for steel and semiconductor manufacturing equipment continued. Two doses of the Chinese-made Sinovac vaccine, one of the most commonly used jabs in China and around the world, provide, quote, insufficient antibodies against the Omicron coronavirus variant. That's according to researchers in Hong Kong. France said it will restrict arrivals from Britain because of fast-spreading cases of the Omicron coronavirus variant. China's economic activity decelerated in November amid a property slump and sluggish consumption. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said Wednesday that lawmakers should not be barred from trading stock. And Anchorage Capital Group, one of the biggest hedge fund investors in distressed debt, is closing its flagship fund after 18 years and returning the $7.5 billion it manages to clients. It cited market environments in which cheap money has helped keep stock and bond prices elevated while suppressing corporate defaults. In company news, Reddit said it has confidentially filed paperwork with the Securities and Exchange Commission for an initial public offering. The chief executives of two of the nation's major airlines say they don't think wearing masks on planes does much to help limit exposure to COVID. The comments from American Airlines Chief Executive Doug Parker, the nation's largest carrier, and Southwest Chief Executive Gary Keller. Kelly came during a hearing about the financial support that airlines received from the federal government in 2020 and 2021. Apple has indefinitely delayed the date which corporate employees will have to return to the office. The company also announced it would be giving all employees $1,000 that can be used for work-from-home needs. J.M. Smucker said it will sell its natural and organic beverage and grains businesses. Toro posted year-over-year sales growth in the final quarter of its 2021 fiscal year, but earnings fell as supply chain factors reduced the company's profitability. United Health Group has pushed back the deadline to complete its merger with Change Healthcare to April 2022. The $13 billion cash deal for Change was announced in January. Shares of Pfizer hit a fresh 52-week high. CMC Materials, the maker of semiconductor materials, jumped nearly 30% after it agreed to a merger deal with rival Entergris. The cash and stock transaction is valued at $6.5 billion. Netflix is slashing its prices in India to compete with rival streaming services from Amazon and the Walt Disney Company. Delta Airlines said Thursday that it expects profitability next year on its path to improved earnings power beyond pre-pandemic levels by 2024. Genuine Parts said it will pay more than a billion dollars for Cayman Distribution Group, a power transmission, automation, and fluid power industrial distributor. Intel said it will invest more than $7 billion to build a new chip packaging and testing facility in Malaysia. And KKR is launching a platform to invest in self-storage real estate in the United States. KKR's real estate funds had bought 16 self-storage assets for about $300 million over the past few months in key markets such as Austin, Atlanta, Denver, and Phoenix. 
Cineworld shares have declined by more than a third yesterday after the world's second biggest cinema chain was was ordered to pay more than $900 million in damages as it lost a court case over the aborted takeover of rival Cineplex. And Korean electric vehicle maker Edison Motors has agreed to partner with hydrogen fuel cell provider Plug Power to develop and bring to market a hydrogen fuel cell-powered electric city bus. And Visa authorized a new $12 billion share repurchase program. At 7 a.m., S&P 500, NASDAQ 100, and Dow futures are up as much as six-tenths of a percent. Brent crude trades at $75 a barrel, while the 10-year Treasury yields 1.44%. Bitcoin trades at $49,000. The dollar is weaker against the euro, the Japanese yen, and the British pound. Gold is $1,784 an ounce, and both copper and silver are up more than 3%. Coming up today, the Census Bureau releases its new residential construction report for November. Weekly U.S. initial jobless claims are set to be released at 8.30 a.m. And the Purchasing Managers Surveys and the Federal Reserve's Industrial Production Reports are set for release. Thanks for listening and have a successful day. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best news and analysis on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. To subscribe to this podcast, go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, Alpha Trader and the Cannabis Investing Podcast on those platforms as well.